Tonight again, those of you who were here last night, we talked about the reality of how we have to let go, how we have to accept, and how we have to rejoice. And so we're going to continue that a little bit more today. And we're going to talk about the three A's. Huh? The three A's are alive, alleluia, and amen. Alive, alleluia, and amen. We first have to focus on the reality that Jesus Christ is alive. Somewhere in our lives, we got to come to that relational experience that Christ is not only alive in what I read in books or in the Bible, or he's not only alive from what I hear about at Mass, and I believe Jesus is alive somehow, but he must become alive for me. You know, if you listen to the first uh, opening prayer today, it says, may they come to recognize, may we come to recognize him where? Did anybody get that? In the breaking of the bread. So the first place we need to come to realize that Jesus Christ is alive is in his Eucharist. And what will happen here at this very day? That we will take regular bread, regular wine, we will pray over it, and Christ will become resurrected, alive, and present before us in the Eucharist. And then he will feed us with his very presence. That we might live also. I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. But we have to know that he is alive. You know, again, I think most Christians, we go through the motions of a setting, yes, saying yes to a set of beliefs. And what are you? I'm a Christian. Why are you a Christian? Why believe everything that the church teaches? Ooh. The devil believes everything that the church teaches, you know. He believes it all because he knows it. Just because you believe in everything the church teaches doesn't make you a Christian. A Christian is one who is in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, who proclaims with Mary Magdalene, I have seen the Lord, that I have this living relationship with Christ. You know, again, I use it a thousand times, but, you know, when I go around and I do my retreats, I say to the kids, I submit to you Jesus Christ isn't God. I just did this now a couple of weeks ago to uh, 70 boys from Elyria Catholic High School. And, uh, you know, it was a senior retreat. They didn't want to be there. They sure as heck didn't want me there. And I go and I start off the retreat, these 70 boys in front of me. I submit to you, Jesus Christ is in God. Prove to me that he is. And I'd go around and say, do you believe he's God? And one kid said, no. Another kid, do you believe he's a God? No. Another kid says, well, I believe he's a God. And I'm thinking, oh, all these years of Catholic education, right down the tubes, don't pay for it, huh? Then I sat there and saw a couple of them, and I'd say, and I'd raise, does anybody here believe Jesus Christ is God? And a few hands went up. I said, okay, son, why is Jesus Christ God? And the one kid looked at me as I always get and says, ooh, the Bible says so. <laughs> Duh. Mormons have a Bible, and it doesn't say Jesus Christ is God. Jews have a Bible, it doesn't say Jesus Christ is God. Mormons have a Bible, it doesn't say Jesus Christ is God. We talked about Muslims have a Bible, it doesn't say Jesus Christ is God. Oh, you, I believe, Father. Okay, why do you believe? Jesus Christ is God because he performed miracles. Woo! Jimmy Swaggart performed miracles. Does that make him God? Oh. Someone else will sit there and say, what? And I'll say, he died for us, Father. Woo! Is that all I have to do is die for you? Will that make me God? i got to die anyway. Why not die for you? Sure. If I can be God out of it. Oh. And then it goes on and on and on and on and on. And finally, someone will sit there and look at me and I'll say... Do you believe Jesus Christ is God? And he goes, yes. And I'll say, why? He says, because he rose from the dead, Father. Ding, 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 ding. Very good. Now, how do you know he rose from the dead? 
The Bible says so. Oh. You know, now I'll sit there and I'll look at the kids and I'll say, okay, ask Father. And so they said, okay, Father, do you believe Jesus Christ is God? I do. Why? Because I know him. I've experienced him for the last almost over 20 years of my life now. Oh, dear. I have spent at least an hour a day with the Lord Jesus Christ. I am in a relationship with Jesus. I don't care if the whole world told me Jesus Christ wasn't alive. I'd say you're a nut. You haven't a clue what you're talking about. I know Jesus Christ. It'd be like someone coming to me and saying, Father Larry, your mother doesn't exist. Really? I just talked to her yesterday. I know my mother exists. I am in relationship with her. So first of all, are you convinced because of your experience that Jesus is alive? Do you know that because of your experience? If I went and asked you today, do you believe Jesus Christ is alive? What would be your answer to me before I just did this with you? Would it be, well, I just believe? Well, you could believe the devil's God too. So what? Just because you believe something doesn't make it real. Can you talk about the reality of Jesus being alive through your experience? And if not, boy, does God have a plan for you. God has a plan for you to know him. Remember the teaching in the Catholic Church, why did God make me? God made me to know him, love him, and serve him in this world so I can be happy with him forever and next. So the first thing I gotta ask myself is do I know Christ? Know him like I know my wife or my husband or my son or my daughter or my mother or my father or my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my brother or my sister or my best friend. Do I know that Jesus is alive? If I don't, then Easter becomes just one of those rituals I go through because I'm a good person, and we all know good people go to church on Easter Sunday, and why, it's a, that's, what, that's what I do. Oh, God is jumping up and down. Do you know him every day of your life? Are you in a relationship with him? If not, but in the Mass, hopefully you will be. Second word of the A words, what are we going to look at? Alleluia! You know, this morning... I have a ritual that I've done for many years. I think I talk about it every Easter because I love this ritual. I turn on them. I got a movie called King of Kings, you know, and I think that's what it is. Anyway, but it's a two, uh, two videos uh, tape set, and it's about the life of Christ. And I always put it in for the last five minutes because the last five minutes of this video is the resurrection. And the resurrection begins, you know, they're all sad and they're all crying and they're all mad. You know, Thomas, of course, is maddest of them all. You know, don't talk about creeds, don't talk about prophecy, don't talk about garbage. Because it's dark and everybody, Jesus is dead, he's in the tomb, the tomb's been closed, everybody's upset. But then, you see the little bit of light start to come. And as the light starts to peek over the darkness, you hear the Alleluia chorus in the background. And it goes, Alleluia, Alleluia. And then you sit there and more and more light, Hallelujah! And then it starts the whole chorus. And then they're running to the tomb because Mary says, didn't he prophesy that he would rise? And he runs, they all run to the tomb and they find that the tomb is empty. And then they go ballistic, jumping up and down, going crazy, nuts, singing Hallelujah! because Jesus Christ is alive. You know, I don't think we experience that enough. You know, think about the person you've loved the most who has died. Think about the person that when they died, it killed you. Inside. Now think about the reality that they just came to you and they're fully alive now. 
And they come up to you and they hug you and they say, guess what? I'm alive. And you would be going crazy too. You would be saying hallelujah until you were purple. He's alive. She's alive. You'd be going nuts. They were dead all this time and they're alive. Well, that is the experience that each of us are called to experience on Easter Sunday. Jesus Christ is alive. He was dead, but now he's alive. Hallelujah. Get excited. You know, the problem again with a lot of us is we don't get, we get excited over everything else. Football games, going to parties, getting drunk, getting high. <laughs> it's great. I'm going to go to a party tonight. Ooh. Oh, Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah, it's nice. Are we an hallelujah people? Do we know what it means that Christ is alive? The reason that should excite us is because not only is Jesus alive, but because he is alive, we are alive. We will live forever. We will never die. And that is an hallelujah. We are going to live forever. And that is an hallelujah. And if please, if you believe that, please tell your faces, hallelujah. Huh? That's the reality of our hearts and our lives. That we need to be an hallelujah people. Sometimes we're not. And I think that's the most reason why people don't come to know the Lord more. Because they say the people who follow him look like the most angry, obnoxious, irritable people sometimes. And why do I want to become like that? I'm much happier the way I am. Are we people who give bad names to what it is to be a Christian? Or am I an alleluia person? And I'm talking about me too. Am I an alleluia person? That Christ is alive and I want to proclaim that by the way I live. The last of the A words is amen. Amen, amen. amen means I do believe, yes, but more than that. It means I would stake my life on what it was said. That I would stake my life on the reality that Christ is risen. Every single apostle did that. Every single apostle died proclaiming one thing. Jesus isn't dead. He's alive. Everyone died proclaiming that. That's the only thing they proclaimed. That Jesus Christ is alive. And they said amen by staking their life on that. Would we stake our life on that reality? That Christ is alive. You do it every Sunday. Again, I've talked about it before. Every Sunday when you come up to communion and I hold up Jesus Christ and I say the body of Christ and you say amen. That means you would stake your life that Christ is truly present in the Eucharist, that he's alive and you would die for that reality. That's what you say. Is that what you mean? Are we people that are truly amen people by believing not only with our heads but with our hearts that Jesus is alive? He comes to me every week or every day and I go to communion. That Christ lives inside of me. That amen, I would stake my life and give up my life proclaiming Jesus is alive. If not, he wants you to know that. More than anything else, don't you leave this place today until you know that, until you've experienced that, until you've really let go of everything and made a jump of faith and say, Jesus, I want to know you and I want to know that you're alive and I want to be willing to stake my life on that, Lord. I want to be an hallelujah person. I want to be a person that's fully alive in you. You got it? You get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.